Money Matters. Thanks for tuning in to the Listen Money Matters podcast, teaching you how to manage your money like a badass. And now, here are your hosts, Matt and Andrew. Hey everybody, welcome to the Listen Money Matters podcast. My name is Matt and I'm here with Andrew and we have a special guest today. Uh, His name is Hirsch. Hirsch and Andrew, say hello everyone. Hey guys. So, um... Today we're actually going to talk to Hirsch. He's uh he's out of uh where are you, where are you living at now? Up in North Jersey? Well, no, right now um I recently bought a house um up in Monroe, New York. I live like 5 minutes away from Woodbury Commons Mall. I, don't, I mean, local people would know about it, but uh yeah, it's it's kind of upstate New York, but not really. Okay. So. And Andrew, you're in Hoboken still, right? Yeah. All right. And uh before we, we're going to talk uh and we're going to ask Hirsch what his situation is. In fact, uh, just a quick story. He found us uh, on some sort of podcast app, and, uh, and he searched uh, personal finance or money or, or, or something, and he came across the Listen Money Matters podcast, started listening, became a fan, found uh, you know contacted us through Facebook, and said, hey, guys, I would really like to be on the show, and we can do like a Susie Orman type of thing where she has this segment called How Am I Doing?, and I wasn't aware of it. I was, I'm barely aware of Susie Orman as it is. I mean, I'm not really a personal finance guy. I mean, but hey, <laughs> she gives out free T-shirts. I, that's the only I saw it in a in a hotel room. Uh, but we figured, you know what? Let's just steal her her idea and just do it ourselves, and we'll just try it out. It's like our first time doing it, and you know, it seems to be like it's, it would be a good time. And we're gonna ask Hirsch all about his financial portfolio and per- profile and. <laughs> If there's some stuff that we can interject with, some tips, I don't know if I can, but Andrew, maybe I'm sure you can, and Hopefully. we'll just have like a discussion. But before we start all of that nonsense, I gotta go around and ask, what are we drinking? <laughs> what are we drinking, Andrew? What are we drinking? Uh, I've got my last Merry Christmas, Happy New Year's Anchor Brew. I also bought the exact same thing today. I'm not drinking it currently, but. I will be drinking it later if we continue podcasting, and I probably won't be able to talk after that, but we'll see. <laughs> and Hirsch, what are you drinking? I'm a pretty average guy. I, I'm a creature of habit. I'm drinking the usual Blue Moon. Nothing special, nothing crazy. So. Ah, Belgian wit of Blue Moon. Do you have an orange in it, or are you just keeping it out of the bottle? I normally have an orange in it, but a couple of my friends are like, dude, that's so gay. So I started drinking it right out of the bottle. So yeah. I used to a glass and an orange in and. One of my favorite sayings, which makes no sense, is I say, "Get your fruit out of my beer." I don't want your fruit in my beer. I don't put I don't put limes in Coronas. I know it's ridiculous to even say because Corona tastes like shit without it. But I'm like, I don't want your fruit. It's just another thing. Like I want to crack open a beer and drink it. I don't want to crack open a beer and then like decorate it with fruits and shit unless like the bartender does it. And in that case, you know, whatever. Here's a question. What if you have something like Bud Light Lime where it's already in there, the, the, the taste? Well, that's a good question. I would never drink Bud Light Lime, ever. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I would ne- that, that's how that. I saw Cranberita the, on the commercials the other day, and I'm like, are you got to be fucking kidding me. Like, they're just. Cranberita? Bud Light. Budweiser isn't even making beer anymore. They're making cranberry canned cocktails, and it's just. It, I don't know. That shit drives what? me nuts. They're, 
they're European now or something, right? Didn't some uh, Europe- yeah they got bought yeah. by InBev, German yeah. or someone? Yeah. Uh, you know what? I don't. I used to know the answer to that, and now I, I, I it's, it's a loss to me. They're not America anymore. No, they're not America. <laughs> they're uh, they're they are international. But um, and they were they were trying to buy Corona, which is owned by oh god, it starts with a D. I want to say Domingo or some Damien or some D word. Anyway, <laughs> uh, they didn't get bought. They didn't get bought bought out. Unfortunately. For I guess Corona fans or whatever, but um, right. they they wanted to buy that Negro Modelo or just Modelo, and I think they own another one. But yeah, InBev is the big corp- corporation. The beer that I'm drinking is not an InBev company; it's the main beer company in Freeport, Maine, and it's either called Mo or M O. But that's I'm gonna just show you guys what it, the label looks like. It's like a pretty basic label. It looks kind of like a wine label, dude. It's a it little fancy. Just tape that on at home. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it's a pale ale. I had it at a, a bar uh, last Saturday, and it was one of the like tastiest beers. It's just like it tastes like they put, like they took hops off the vine and just shoved them in the bottle, and it just it's so freaking good, and I cannot wait to drink it. But all right, let's uh, as I'm pouring this beer and not talking directly into the microphone. Uh, let's get this shit started by talking to Hirsch and asking. Is he, I guess the we don't know what to call this segment, so I'm just going to call it M I I M I I something like that. M I I M I I right. Am I? I don't know if I'm saying that right, yeah. but all right. So Hirsch, give us your like in like in a nutshell, like what your financial situation looks like um, from beginning to end, I guess. So first of all, guys, huge, huge fan. You guys are freaking awesome. Um, Thank you. Tired of hearing. Thanks, man. I was tired of listening to all the pundits and stuff who don't aren't. I feel like those kinds of those guys have already kind of made it, so they're not in touch with reality. I feel like to them, it's like all right, you just you know you you, you walk this way and you just got to keep following this path and do this and do that. But they don't realize sometimes life gets in the way, and I feel like you guys are a lot more down to earth and realistic about that stuff. Right. And uh, like I like how Andrew's like. You know, all about, you know, you got to do, do, do it right this way. You got to do it this way. Then Matt kind of grounds the conversation and says, hey, you know, you know, I, I, kinda, I you know, I wanted a king size bed. I like that. I like that whole concept of, you know, you guys are like the yin and yang. I got one over my right shoulder, the other one over my left shoulder. So I res- <laughs> thanks, guys. And uh, you guys are doing a great job. Thank um, you. And thanks, for me, as far as I'm concerned, I'm 29 years old. Um, I'm married. I have a six month old baby at home. Um, I just purchased my house back in March. Um, before that, I was renting. Um, I, I'm an air traffic controller. I work at LaGuardia Airport. Um, I, I make pretty decent money. I'm not sure if you guys want me to. You guys want me to specifics as, as specific numbers? as you're willing to go. When then we could comment right, and cool. tell you. And so, yeah. yeah, my my base pay um, is a little uh, is uh, about one hundred and thirty thousand dollars a year. And uh, <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah, so I, I actually I've, read online that air traffic controllers make the highest salary for a job that doesn't require college education. They get paid like the top. Whoa! Yeah. I, and I don't know if you went to college or not, but I'm just saying that that's like the like a yeah, big I, thing. I have a I have an aerospace engineering degree. Um, oh, awesome! So I and then when I graduated, um, you know, I looked into the specifics and uh, I did. I gave my ATSET test, which is like a an ex, like an SAT for air traffic controllers. And I scored pretty high on it, 
And um, and so I was like, all right, let's give this sh- this a shot because now in the private sector, you really don't have good benefits and pensions and stuff anymore, you know. And uh, this seemed like a great opportunity, so I jumped on it. And um, so well, you get a pension. Was, yeah, we get a pension too when we when, wow, when we were t- that's. Yeah. The, the the word pension is not even uttered in in the <laughs> private sector. <laughs> yeah, man. Well, you know, federal government. So you know, they you badass and that, dude. About, you know, you said air traffic tours make a lot of money. Yes and no. It depends on like what facility you end up at and what level the facility is. I'm, I mean, and you know, I I know we we make. I'm not complaining. I'm very blessed. I'm making a good amount of money, but we we definitely earn it, man. Like the the like the amount of stress and crap we deal with day in and day out and the amount of traffic we're expected to handle i mean it's 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 you know anyway i don't want to have to defend the professional well, you're, <laughs> people are not dying because you're there stressing so oh, and that's crazy uh, dude. And, I, and i'm flying in like a week so please right. keep stressing <laughs> when we do something good it doesn't end up in the newspaper as soon as one of us screws up even a little bit it's all over the world so but wait yeah. were you the guy that uh directed um the pilot right into the hudson bay was that you well, first of all, you're showing me the sticks. That's not what I do. Oh, I'm, now, those are wing walkers. I actually work in the tower cab. I'm, I work. He's in the, like talking uh, to them. Like, yeah, I have the whole headset on, and I'm talking to the pilots and stuff. So, but uh, shows how much I know about flying. Yeah. So that's a crazy story too. When the when the plane went down in the Hudson, I um I was actually going on leave that day, and I flew to India to visit family. And I landed there, and I pick up the newspaper, and it says plane crashes in New York. And I'm like, huh. I just left work. What what happened? <laughs> <laughs> I leave my desk for one minute. Yeah, uh, it's crazy. <laughs> but uh, yeah, you know, I, I make you know make a good amount of money. I'm happy, and uh, I my house. I, I just I bought a um, I paid four hundred fifty five thousand. Like oh, rather, I got a loan out. I put down about ten percent. I have uh, I locked in at three percent, thirty years fixed. Um, uh, my, my mortgage payment is about, um, $3,000 a month and it's a gated community. So I pay $500 in HOA fees. So it's about $3,500 a month for wow. the house. Um, I have zero credit card debt. I, um, I took a loan out of my retirement account to pay off my college loan because, um, the way the TSB, which is like a government employee version of the 401k, the way that works is, um, when you take a loan out, you just pay a one-time processing fee, and the interest rate you pay, you pay to yourself. Yeah, so, so I, I did the same to purchase my condo. Yeah, it's awesome. Nice. Using, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I took, like, I, I took a, um, like a general loan out to pay off my college loans, and I took a little bit more to put towards the house when I bought the house. So, but like, I'm busting my ass like crazy, crazy to pay that shit off as quickly as possible. Especially considering like the kind of returns everyone got in the last year, and you know, in, in the market and retirement accounts and all that. So yeah, but but yeah, like I have about um, seventy two thousand in my um, TSP right now, which is my retirement account, and uh, I have a loan out of an, an additional twenty three thousand dollars. It was like forty two, but I paid off about twenty grand within the last year. So you know, I feel like I did pretty decent. And then as soon as my tax return comes next year, I'm going to try to pay a significant amount of that off as well. Um, the minimum payment on that loan is like 200 bucks. And I like a couple of weeks ago, I worked some overtime and holiday pay and stuff with Thanksgiving. And I made like a $1,300 payment towards that. And like, I try to put every last dollar I have, I put towards that. Now I know you got your Andrew, you're going to get on me for this, but I I don't have like a, um, security fund because I'm like, if I, 
if I pay off that general general loan from my TSP quick as fast as possible, mm. God forbid something happens and I have an emergency, I can always take another you know general purpose loan out of. The so time. so my question to you on that, and and because yeah. I don't know how those accounts specifically work, but with four hundred one ks. Uh, there's like rules like you can only do it like if you're buying a primary residence and like right. stuff like that like it, can you just take a loan out whenever with your well, no. we're allowed to have one general purpose loan and one primary resident loan out at a time so my general purpose loan balance is like 14 grand or something right now and that when i get my tax return i'll have more than half of that paid off because even though i'm married well my wife is um at home she's not working and you know i have a baby at home so that's tax write-offs right there you know so right, <laughs> it's know. more expensive to have kids than you save or wives than <laughs> yeah, save taxes but <laughs> I, learned, first I was like hello my little write-off when he was born but you know now it's like yeah i realize it's not as uh cheap as i thought it was gonna be <laughs> so uh let me ask you do you have the the you have the primary residence loan out from your retirement account but do you also have the other one out as well like the yeah, miscellaneous the, the, the actually the the college one what am I? Yeah, the college one, which is the general purpose loan, the one I took out to pay off my college uh, mm. debt. That one, the balance is for about fourteen grand, and then the one I took out for the house is only about like nine grand or so. So my the one goal, thing I would the one thing I would say to you is you have no savings, and you're like you could always take out that general purpose loan, but right now you can't, right? Yeah. yeah. By the way, I um I just opened up the uh, the uh, the, and I know you guys were talking about simple. But um, I looked into it, and I was looking at, um, I was comparing different ones, Matt, and um, I I opened up the uh, the Capital One 360, right? The, the one that used to be the ING Direct, yeah, yeah. And I set up like a like a biweekly, um, like a fifty dollar division uh, right. to make that kind of like a rainy fund, I guess. Because you're right, like I had something come up recently where my brother-in-law in India is getting married, and I had to buy tickets at the last minute, and they're not and, cheap to India. Know, <laughs> I got screwed because I bought I was supposed to go in January anyway and I bought tickets and when I called them to try to change them the amount it was going to cost me to t- change the tickets it's almost like buying two more tickets like per ticket it's like a grand and wait and you don't get free tickets for being an air traffic controller no nah, man that's like taking that's like that's like a cop taking money from you to you know like uh, hey officer uh, I thought know, they did that controllers by the government and yeah, the airlines we were, are private, so oh, they, don't, they don't really care. You know what I mean? Yeah, if we take anything from a particular airline that's like corruption. We can't. Oh, I thought that shit went on all the time. No, man, no, no, we can't mess like with Delta that. Delta Airlines always land first. Yeah, Delta's <laughs> like, like, listen, Hirsch, uh, we're coming in early. If you want that free ticket to India, uh, just uh, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, no, we, you know, they 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 follow that stuff pretty closely. <laughs> that's very funny. Yeah, you can't really help anyone out in particular, but um, but yeah. So you know, I'm trying to. I try to do things right the way Andrew always says to do them. But right. Matt, also, I just want to ask real quick yeah, though: Do you have any credit card debt? Or he said no, no. zero credit card. Debt. Oh, okay, cool, right. cool. So yeah, I I always pay that off. I I literally use my credit cards for points, and yep. that's it. I you know I just I keep zero balance. Whatever I have to do, I pay that shit off as quickly as possible. Badass, did you ever? Man. Did you ever accrue any amount of credit card debt that you have like? Paid off using uh, zero. whatever that, like zero. My dad, like when I was going on, my dad was like, "If you fuck up your credit, you are done in this country." <laughs> like, you know, like I'm not messing with that shit. You know, like he scared the living bejesus out of me when I was growing up. So I, you know, I always thought like the government. Props to your dad. If I didn't pay my loans off on time, so, um, but yeah, yeah, my dad. You know, he 
I, I feel like, and I feel like family has a lot to do with that. You know, you gotta, you kind of have to put yourself in a position where, like, a lot of times I'll tell him my financial situation just to put more pressure on myself. Because huh. I know, mm-hmm. ask me a month from now or two months from now to be like, so how are you doing on that debt, son? You know, and I'm like, yeah, I'm doing better, dad. I'm doing, you know, whatever. But uh, yeah, so one thing, like, Andrew, I try to do everything the way you say, man, but Matt, Dude, I had to have that BMW, so I did. <laughs> I did go out and buy one. I have two cars. One is paid off. Uh, wow. Yeah, the, I have a 2006 um, Audi A6, which is paid off. No, I bought that used. I didn't buy it, so the maximum <laughs> depreciation had already happened on it. That's still a nice car, though. Holy yeah. shit! <laughs> Wait till you hear my other one. So I bought a 2009 BMW 650i convertible. <laughs> 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 but I owe a shitload of money on that car, and I'm I, I bought that used also. So like that brand new that car is like a hundred thousand dollar car. I got it for like a little over thirty grand because I bought it like a few years later and wow. I, an awesome deal. And so how but, much is your monthly payment on that? Uh, it's less than changing one tire. I can tell you that six hundred and eighty eight dollars a month. Yeah, wow. definitely less than changing one tire. Yeah, dude, those run flats, man. Oh, Jesus. But, but that's so, what between... Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so uh, I'm understanding correctly. Your uh, mortgage plus that $500 condo fee, it, it totals to roughly 3500 Yeah. And then it's 600 for the car. Um, and, and I'm guessing your take-home after taxes is like about 6500 a month. Yeah, but like I said, I'm putting an insane amount of money towards that loan. So my take-home is definitely taking a little bit of a hit because I'm trying to pay that off so quickly. So after taxes, what does your monthly look like, your take-home? Well, here's another thing. I have a um, a, a rental income coming in as well because I did take on like um, a house guest for a little bit. So I have about $750 a month coming in for that. Nice. And then I have a – yeah, my take-home is – it. Depending on you know holidays and if I've worked nights and if I work Sundays and stuff, um, I, yeah, roughly between six and sixty five hundred a month. Yeah, cool. And that's so, including that's not including the rental income though. That's not including the rental income. Yeah. All right. Cool. So yeah. I guess. The, expense, well, like, no, I was, was going to say. I guess the question here is: Is Hirsch I? Am I I? <laughs> so. Uh, you know, and we don't need to dig into all of, although if you want to dig into all of your expenses and stuff, but uh, I would say yeah. right off the bat. Well, no philosophy crap. What? Like, well, he's got a BMW. Good for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, I mean, so, and you cover it with your rent, right? And if that's what makes you happy, then cool. That's true, right? and yeah. that's the only thing, like, I know, I know, they say you shouldn't splurge on cars, but I'm so close. Like, I don't, I, I don't spend money on anything. What, what's your like, interest rate on the car? Uh, two, like, a little under 2%, I think. That's not no, bad. So it's, it's really not that bad. It's actually better than your house. I have a good question, though. So, How long mm-hmm. is your drive to work? Uh, like an hour to an hour and a half. Okay. On- so he's spending at least three hours in his car a day. And for the record, I, I wish you guys would do a podcast every day because I listen to that on my way to work. So I, I wish you guys would freaking start doing this shit like daily like that idiot. What's his name? Uh uh, uh, and, uh, Lee Dumas, uh, John John Dumas, no, whatever the, the fucking idiots, whoever the the, the gurus are, or whatever. But anyway, yeah. Oh, so, I don't know. So, dude, like, <laughs> okay, I I busted my ass. I paid off mm. my college debt. I have zero credit card debt. I'm paying off these loans. I bought a house. You know, I'm. I by the way, I'm also putting um 
bi-weekly i put about fifty dollars into um a five two nine for my son's college nice then six months old and i already have like 600 bucks in that so and you know hey obviously it's not much but you know fifty dollars yeah. Bi-weekly, hundred dollars a month. It'll I hopefully it'll add up. So. Wait, so you're gonna pay for your son's college? Whatever. I can He's do. a good dad. Yeah. All right. Did your dad pay for your college? All? Uh, no. Okay. Just just curious. Dad, we were first generation, so my dad he kind of just busted his ass to just keep us afloat. You know, in this, and he kind of he he was he used to go to like he'd get up early in the morning and do like a newspaper route and then go pump gas at a gas station all day. And then he'd go to school at night and then Damn. have another midnight job. And, you know, so my family like busted their wow. ass alive. So, um, but yeah, you know, like now, you know, I'm hoping that shit paid off and I'm doing shit the right way, you know, like, yeah. so right. I, then that's why I kind of want to pay it forward where, you know, they did all that, you know, regardless of whether he helped with my college or not, he did a lot, you know, to, to, you know, uh, he took care of me, you know, yeah. growing up. the best, the least I could do is make sure I take care of my shit to show that he didn't waste his life on me. So. Yeah. Right. Right. That's a good but, mentality. Uh, but yeah, dude, like I, I just hope like, and that's the thing, like I try to do everything the right way, but, and, and that car, I know every, that's the number one thing everybody says, you shouldn't waste money on cars. You shouldn't waste money on cars. But I bought it after the, most of the depreciation had already happened. It's yeah. not like I drove it brand new off the lot and you know. It right. took a dive. Oh, you're and not. You're not. You don't have a lease. No, no. Yeah. I don't have a lease. So you could I, always sell it at the end, and so yeah. and plus it's your way to commute, and you actually have a serious commute. So. Yeah. And think about. I'm. I'm. I look at it like you're driving three hours a day. You need to be driving in comfort, and why not it also be in style? You know what I mean? Yeah. And in the summertime, you put the top down. I mean, there's nothing. And look, at the end of the day, I I would rather have the wine than like not buy the wine and drink it or the beer. So the car is your thing, and that's cool. Yeah, and that's the only thing I spend money on. I I don't really have any. I just wanted one nice car, and once it's paid off, I'm gonna hang on to it. I'm not gonna keep changing. So so let me ask you. So uh, you you have your thirty five hundred. Um, for you know the house, yeah, you're six hundred. So that makes it forty one hundred for your car plus your house. Yeah. So that leaves a little over two remainder. Where yeah. does all that money go? Well, now let me. Okay, so I know they say don't count your eggs before they hatch, mm-hmm. but as soon as my 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 uh, TSP, which is my four hundred one k loan, is paid off, like beginning, I'm hoping to have it paid off mid next year at the most. I will literally have an extra fifteen hundred dollars a month coming into my pocket. So, mm. which is you know, and I'm I'm. After doing all, like I have it, I have a list here of all my bills, and I pretty much break even usually at the end of the month because obviously you know I have utility bills which we 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 keep it tight as much as possible. I have a cell phone bill which I have like, um, and I'm big on technology too, so don't hate me. So like you know I have a nice new Samsung phone or whatnot, but um, you know I now that I think about it, I'm not as good as I thought I was. You know, I just <laughs> money, but. Um, yeah, so groceries, entertainment. I, I pretty much break even at the end of the month. Let me just, you know, when I look at all my bills, I do break even at the end of the month. I'm literally, you know, once in a while I'll have maybe a couple end, extra hundred bucks left over at the end of the month, which I throw towards that loan just because I'm like, you know, I want this done. I want this done. I want this done. Right. So, yeah, if you ask me, I like my checking account, I really don't have much in it right now. It's just enough to like... I am kind of living paycheck to paycheck, but that's because I'm putting every extra dollar towards that loan, which is why I was able to pay off, you know, over, like 
the minimum payment was like two hundred, and I averaged like seven fifty, you know, per paycheck towards that loan. So, well, I guess, right, right. Well, I guess I would ask um, the money that you're that you're making every month. How? What do you say percentage wise is going towards some sort of investment? And and oh, okay. I, I'm not without counting your home. Right. So here's the thing. My my retirement account at work, um, they match me five percent. If I put five percent of my income into that account, they match me five it's like a you know, a matching thing from yeah. work. Yeah. And you gotta I, take advantage of that. Yeah. Yeah. So I get matched on five percent and I'm putting five percent. Like okay. I know I should be doing ten or fifteen, but I'm doing five and they match me five. So I feel like at least I'm putting ten percent towards, you know, my yeah. retirement account, which take, is I, yeah, take I, advantage of the, all they offer, yeah. Right. And now, you know, after listening to you guys, I um I looked into Betterment and I think I'm gonna start putting money towards that too. But right now I just feel like I wanna be focused and just get that retirement account loan finished as quickly as possible. Right. Yeah, what are your what are your thoughts on that, Andrew, as far as him getting that paid back? So uh my only concern was I think kind of briefly said in the beginning is you know, you, you could you take a loan out against your savings plan for an emergency but right now you have it locked up such that um, you wouldn't really be able to do that. So if something terrible happened, you know, and hopefully nothing terrible happens, um, you'd be in a tough spot. So I would say you should at least start, um, you should maybe taper some of your payoff of your uh, loan. Your yeah. What was it, TSB? TSP, it's Thrift TSP. Ah, okay. Yeah. So uh, I, w- I would maybe taper some of your paying of that and then yeah, just keep I, a little bit. Mm. I was going to say, if I knock that from seven, like, okay. So like I said, for Thanksgiving, I, you know, I, I got, I worked a holiday and now, you know, Christmas coming up, I'm going to work a holiday. I do get extra money for working those holidays, which literally I could throw, like, I guess maybe I could take the Christmas and New Year's extra pay and put that into like a rainy fund rather than throwing it towards the loan. Or if I lowered the payment from 775 to like, or 750 to like 500, I could put $250 per paycheck. I'm not saying per month, per paycheck into like a rainy fund and, you know, within what two months have, you know, what what is that? $1,000 saved up in a rainy fund. Do you, would you suggest maybe I do that or So, I would say, look, you you make a lot of money, but you also have an expensive lifestyle. I mean, you're spending almost all of it. And uh, I think a, a rule of thumb is you should have like at least one month's complete expenses saved because like Say something happened and you lost your job or whatever, like, uh, does your mortgage lapse? What happens to your thrift savings plan when you miss a payment? Do they do the withdrawal penalty on it? You know, like, so the, the financial consequences would be, it, it's high risk, right? Yeah. So yeah. I think you can, you can cut some of the risk by keeping some money for yourself. You'll pay a little bit more in interest, maybe sleep a little bit safer. Um, I guess the interest, I'm paying it to myself. So it's not even like, you know, I'm paying Yeah, it, so it's not bad. I, I, I like that kind of loan as well. It's like almost like a forced savings plan. It makes you save more, you know. Yep. Um, so, so I really like that. Uh, the, the one thing, you know, we, we could talk about the remaining 2K that you spend, but we might be, you know, and, and, and we should. Uh, but uh, you spend a lot on your house. Yeah. And, um, I mean, you, you locked in a really low rate. The thing That's is, the, is for like, 30 years, you're going to still pay that 3k which is like a lot yeah dude, i mean and like the inflation rate is what usually it wasn't it like 4.5 over the last 10 years i think or something yeah. i looking it up and so i'm like if i'm locked in at three percent that payment the three thousand dollar 
plus, I mean, whatever. Let's call it three thousand five hundred because it's that plus the right. you know the community or whatnot. <clears throat> Thirty five hundred dollars five years from now, ten years from now is going to feel like you know it's going to be nothing because when you when you take inflation and you know and my income is going to go up. You know, I'm expecting a little bit of a raise next year. Um, I'm expecting about a one percent raise next year. So you know, like. I, I I don't know. I guess you're right. I could save more for a rainy fund, and I, and I'm I am being risky here. But I just feel like if I can knock that shit out by next year, you know, mid next year, I'm done. I'm scot free. The only payment I have left is my car and my home, and that's it. You know? But that payment that you're making, that you're yeah. that you're that you're actively trying to finish, that yeah. money is you're just paying yourself, aren't you? Yeah, it's going into my retirement account. So, so does yeah. it matter how fast you pay it off or not? Well, this is the thing, like. That account in the last year did a 25% rate of return. Wow. Yeah. Fathom that for a second. And when that money is out as a loan, it's not making any interest. Yes, but you can't – right. I understand that. But then you can't just take – like let's say you want to go to India for some – your brother's wedding or say you said he had a wedding to go to. You can't take a loan out of that to go to that, right? I can't. I put it on my credit card. Right. So what I'm saying is – and and jump in, Andrew, if I'm incorrect in any of this. I'm saying because you're paying back yourself and there's really no interest you have to worry about it accruing. So like you're not you're not it's not like paying off a credit card where you have to pay it off because shit, you're getting charged, you know, fifteen percent right. interest every month. It doesn't matter how fast you pay that off because it's yours anyway and it's gaining. That's that's one thing. So what I would say is maybe take half of whatever you're putting into that thing and put it into maybe just a savings account and just build it up to like a couple grand just so it's an emergency fund that you have. So in case, you know, you got a wedding coming up or, you know, kid needs, I don't know what kids yeah, need. Like last month, the and I, this goes back to your episode on, you know, renting versus owning. Yeah. My fucking dryer went and I had to pay like right. six, seven hundred bucks for a new dryer. And so luckily I, you know, and I shouldn't have done this. I should have just fucking paid a cash, but... I, they had the zero percent um, card <laughs> at Home Depot. Yeah, and so you know, I, like I well, have twelve months to pay it off, but I'm going to pay it off within like four months. Well, so. I, I'm actually okay with that because I bought a bed and yeah. it took three years to pay it off, but it was no interest, so I didn't really see the problem. I actually also partook in uh, some of that Home Depot zero percent goodness. So I'm doing right, my so kitchen. We're all, we're all guilty of so, something. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. look, if it's no interest, uh, yeah, you just got to pay it off. Right? Yes, yeah, so if you don't pay it off, it well, then, hits. Yeah. yeah, if you don't pay it off, shame on you. But uh, so what I would say, and and again, correct me if I'm wrong, uh, but I would say maybe take half of what you're putting into that, put it into a savings account, build just build it up a little bit. Just yeah. build it up so you have like a cushion in case any like dryer you know malfunctions take place. But then, yeah, yeah. but then continue growing it. But instead of putting it into like a one percent a a year interest fucking three oh three sixty yeah. account, maybe yeah. open up Betterment and okay. start putting money in the Betterment. I, I I wasn't sure if you were gonna go there. I was yeah. Gonna totally, even, I was almost gonna cut you off and say that like you yeah. can keep maybe one k in your checking of your yeah. rainy day and put the rest in Betterment. You know, okay. because this way you at least get the gains that you're missing out on. Because I'd rainy- say I'd say you can pay back that loan as slow as you really want to, right? It's not really hurting you in any way. No, it's not hurting me. It's just I guess I'm greedy. Where I'm like, you know, when the money's not like I'm when I pay to myself, I'm paying. I think it's like one point two percent interest to myself. But if yeah. that money is in that account, like last year, like I said, that account made like twenty five percent interest, which is like. Insane. And this year the market was up like thirty something percent already, and so, that's yeah. great. 
and and all good and shit, but you can't touch that money until you're right. a certain age or something could catastrophe happens to yeah. you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, to me, that seems like a low priority to pay off. You're absolutely right. Yeah, I, I'm not. And look, I'm not the financial expert here, but I just I, and I'm learning. I'm learning here. Yeah. So, so I, I kind of agree with Matt. I mean, I see you're, you're losing your gains. You know, I want you to at least have a rainy day fund, but I also get a little bit of matching, and I just do the bare minimum because at the end of the day, uh, like you can't really act, like you can only take a, a loan on fifty uh, percent of your TSP, right? Yeah, that's correct. Yep. Yeah. So, so like you would oh. save a thousand dollars, you only actually get to access five hundred, and that's kind of shitty. Because I don't know about your you, money. but you could be on what you could well be on the path to retirement before fifty nine. It's my what? fucking money, and I can only touch half of it. Like I'm the one pumping that shit into there, right? Ah, but you're saving on taxes, so it's like the give take, and that's you know, the, still that's trying to keep us down. I agree. Yeah, well, you know, they're also <laughs> giving you free money, but it, it sucks. I agree, and um, that's why I want you to kind of save on your side because. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe you, you make a lot of money. Maybe you wanted to get an investment property. You wanted to explore other. Yeah, that's my, actually, I'm glad you said that. Next year, my goal, well, I don't know if this is smart either. I was going to pay off this loan or whatever, and then I was going to take another general purpose loan out and buy like a piece of investment property. My goal was like, by the time I retire, to have a few properties and have like a cash flow, I guess just lines of money coming in so that even if one property is not rented out at least i have money coming in from the others like i'm obsessed with that because i worked for lehman and then it went bankrupt and you you realize that not everything is forever and shit happens so you know your investments can make you money right um diversify side hustles whatever but yeah bro like okay when i wanted to buy my house i wanted to save up more for the down payment so i started tutoring on the side like that's awesome yeah, it was like I I would work, you know, at my day job and then at night I would go and tutor like little brats and it was fucking annoying. <laughs> they would try to sustain like, dude, two plus two is two. How fucking difficult is this? Like, I, but yeah. You sound so like you're, you're a you pretty mean pay tutor. Me <laughs> you could not pay me enough to tutor a kid. Oh, dude, they're so fucking retarded. Like, not I, that I would have any business teaching anyone anything. <laughs> <laughs> I was, unless a kid owned his own pool and then maybe I'd have some insight no man like you Matt you're, you make a lot of sense too dude like you know I, I was talking to you guys about this you know before the recording you know you don't want to be like okay if I pro- like I said if I promised you a hot girl when you were 80 years old and said but you couldn't hook up with or date any girl till you're 80 well how good is that girl to you when you're 80 years old if, if you have erectile dysfunction like you know like Fucking shit, and you're man. 80. You might be dead before you get to 80. Right. Well, well I'm thinking sponge baths, at least. <laughs> Something. In, in the nursing home, right? <laughs> wherever. I mean, wherever. It's still a sponge bath. It's a sponge bath, but I'd rather have it from, like, a Kelly Kapowski rather than, like, I don't know, an A.C. Slater. So you got to <laughs> yourself. <laughs> I feel like you got you to live a little. Like, you know, you can't just, yeah. like, just be like, all right, I want to. Save and save and save. Yeah, you don't want to be a hermit for your entire life, and then when you're 80, you're like, oh, I got all this money, and then yeah. you just die of a heart attack. Yeah, like, <laughs> I have a coworker who, like, you know what, let me not even get into it, because if anybody at work starts listening to this and... Yeah, like, you don't have any coworkers, and they're all great people, yeah, uh, and awesome. I just... Let's shout out to everybody over at... Uh, now, you work for TSA? Is that what it is? 
No, uh, the Federal Aviation Administration. See, I don't know any. I don't know dick about airplanes or anything that goes on. <laughs> yeah, I work for the FAA under the uh, Department FAA. of Aviation. So, right, yeah. that's the Food and Drug Administration. I know. Yeah, what you said. <laughs> All right, so I mean, look, I, I, it, it's clear to me that there are some things that you can change and should, perhaps. I, I, I you know, if, if there's anything, uh, Andrew, that. You, like any other tips or advice uh, you can give Hirsch that might make some sense, maybe give him something to think about. Because I don't obviously uh, taking our word as gospel and going and like I'm changing everything over to what Andrew says. It's like I don't know if that's like what Andrew said. No. <laughs> You're like, but honey, Andrew said she's like I don't give a shit. Uh, who's Andrew? Wait, that where? Because <laughs> Andrew said no. So I. I uh, you know, if you have any other advice, because I kind of want to wrap things up, but I mean, uh, if there's any other things that you think would help well, Hirsch in so, this situation. So on the, or, on the last thought, um, there's that like, you know, missing 2K, which we kind of didn't talk about because... Uh, well, there's utility, like, there's bills. There, there's bills. bills and stuff, yeah. sure, you know, and that, that might even total up to a thousand. It's not going to total up to a thousand because I have bills and that's a, a lot, right? Cell phones, like... Maybe you and your wife have a smartphone, so it's like one forty or something. Yeah. Utilities like a hundred. I mean, it yeah. adds up. But you definitely can say that you don't also have like you go out to eat. Well, wait a and minute. Wait a minute. You, Hold you up. have your alcohol you budget. So the yeah. thing is, is like you you want to you know live and and have the things that you want, and you have your car, and you got the house, whatever. But you can't use the excuse to like extend to everything because yeah. then you're just excusing away, you know. So I think that maybe if in a year uh, you think you could pay off your loan, maybe you should uh, rein it in a little bit until that year, and then and then you'll have you'll already have fifteen hundred extra in cash. You said so. Yeah. Then that could be your fun money, and then you'd have the rest for savings and stuff. So uh, you just have to. Take some and then give some with, you know. Well, I do want to remind you that he has uh, a newborn child and a wife. Yeah, And those true. things cost money. I wouldn't yeah, know, I wouldn't know so, personally. By the way, for anybody listening out there that has a wife that if, if you need, okay, I know she's Careful. Almost, I love you, honey. But, okay, if, your wife, if you feel your wife is maybe spending a little bit more than she should, mint. Mint is fucking awesome. <laughs> yes, dude. <laughs> that, that's my her. setup as well. <laughs> I was like, honey, you spend this much on shopping. And she's like, no, I don't. Yes, I do. No, I mean, yes, you do. No, I don't. Yes, you do. No. Okay, here, look. Here, mint right here under shopping. Marshalls, Target, Walmart, fucking like fucking. Wait, a minute. little bit of public shaming goes a long way. Yeah. <laughs> so you can. All right. So listen, I'm not married. I don't have a kid. I don't know anything what you're talking about. But you're telling me that you can spy on your wife's spending with mint? Dude, it's they don't, they don't even promote that as an option. No, they don't. <laughs> that is a brilliant marketing strategy then, for like, men. You know, like some some it could be a, okay, now it could be your wife. It could you could it could be a female out there listening that, you know, that wants to show her husband, "Hey, look, you're wasting all this, this money at the know. strip club." Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's transparency. Really. Yeah, you know, she can't expect you to, you know, not spend anything and be really frugal and then she's going to go and do whatever. Yeah. So mint. Yeah, like I have a bar in my house and I wanted to go out and get a couple of a little bit expensive drinks. And, you know, and I spent it, on, you know, on a couple of expensive bottles. And she's like, you know, well, maybe you shouldn't spend on that. I'm like, well, maybe you shouldn't go buy those new pair of shoes, you know, like so. 
Well, maybe we shouldn't be married anymore. God, I hate my life. (laughs) But, uh, yeah, Mint is fucking badass, man. That that shit, like, it shows you your net worth and, you know, you guys know. It's fucking sick, man. I love it. Mint. Causing domestic violence since 2004. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. No, dude, if anything, it makes it easier to, like, talk about it and, like, discuss your collective plan to cut spending and save more money and you know like eating out i would used to be the one that used to always be like hey let's go out let's go out let's that's go me out. yeah yeah, yeah she's, she's you know she would spend on things here on like home goods and you know yeah and i'm you know we really don't need that rack for the fucking guest bathroom that nobody ever goes into anyway so it's like you know so it was easy to discuss things in detail rather than being like hey you spend too much on this or you spend too much on that so like eating out we were fucking spending over $500 a month eating out just over, like, Domino's and, like, stupid shit. Like, it was really yeah. dumb shit. And this month, we cut it by, like, 400 bucks because we're like, you know, this month. That's awesome, let's, dude. Let's so, buckle down. And just for the holidays, let's be good. So you're, you're plugging Spending League. So it's basically Mint, bringing couples closer together since 2004. <laughs> that's a better slogan, I think, for them, and they'll appreciate yeah. that more. But, but yeah, I just wanted to make sure I give Mint a shout out too for you. You know, you guys introduced me to it and it was badass. It, oh, it, cool. Oh, awesome. Yeah, I'm so, glad, dude. It's like the it's free too, which is like I know what's ridiculous. It's it so good. Ridiculous. Yeah, fucking insane. And like, it, I couldn't believe how fucking free it is. Like, <laughs> it is, it is like so I can, free. I cannot <laughs> believe how free that is. Uh, so, all right, Hirsch, is there any other things that you want to? Uh, get out there maybe get some answers to so we can just wrap this thing up a little bit we've been we we could i could literally talk for like another four hours but to keep keep to keep things tight um is there anything else you you like to uh add just you guys are fucking awesome keep it (laughs) up and i i fucking you know you guys are great i i wish you guys would do more of these just just there if you guys are fucking awesome that's it that's all i want to say and you'll get your check after the show yeah right. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for thanks for that. So no, all right. So Advice and um and you know I I I maybe we could do this again sometime. Yeah, thanks. for sure. Absolutely. Yeah, maybe we'll uh, do like a recap. You know, you'll do a few months and then we'll talk again. And see yeah, what the situation yeah, cool. is. Yeah, and I'm definitely gonna look into betterment and um you know I'm I think I'm gonna start investing in that. So yeah, Sounds that good. that took you guys. I learned about that from you guys too. So thank you. All awesome. right, great. Well, listen, Glad to help, man. Andrew, I mean, you got nothing else to add to that, or or do you? Uh, no, I, I think that that's pretty pretty solid. All right, good. Well, listen, uh, Hirsch, I wish you wish. I've had uh, one and a half beers, uh, and it's really <laughs> strong. I, I wish you the best of luck in and everything. Uh, give my best to the wife and children uh, or child and uh, whoever's living with you in the guest house. <laughs> just go knock on their door. Be like Matt says hi. Yeah. Who? Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, no. Her name's Sinead. I, I told her I'd be coming on. In fact, I'm going to have her start listening to you guys, too. And I told a bunch of people at work about it, too. And so you guys are definitely awesome. growing. So, you know, just want you to know. I'm tr- Everybody I meet. In fact, my dad, who's like, you know, like 50, 60 something years old, I have him listening to it, too. And Whoa. I told to start listening. And my mom, who like who barely knows anything about finances, I told her to start listening and, you know. But uh, yeah, there's a lot of shit that can be learned over just, you know, winging it and just talking about shit, you know? So she's yeah. like, she's so. like, they burp and curse a lot. <laughs> <laughs> what is with all that? No. So I got, I got a lot of emails from women yeah. about my burp. So yeah. uh, I might so, not do that again. 
So you should go and, and tell them also to uh, and it, to say, hey, if you you know if you like these guys, listen to them and yeah. go on to iTunes or Stitcher yeah. or whatever platform you're listening to. Leave a review, hit the subscribe button, do one of those two things because that's like super important for us to continue to bring bring you the show, and we really like doing it, and it's super fun. Uh, and I just want to thank uh, everyone out there, including Hirsch, for listening to us and, and supporting us through this. And hopefully we can do one every single day so that Hirsch has something to listen to on his drive, his t- yeah. one-and-a-half-hour drive to work. I don't know. if Do you do you really want to listen to an hour and a half of us bullshitting about personal finance? You tell me. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. It, but that's the thing. You guys talk about so much. Uh, like, there's You guys bring it all together. It's fucking great, man. Good. It's not just about money and being fucking talked down to and lectured to it's 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 like it's like me like i'm sitting with my friends and we're just chit-chatting about you know money problems and you know what to do with your money <laughs> it's cool you know it's really cool all yeah. right that's good and that's that's a great endorsement and again uh thanks to everybody out there for listening and thanks and to her for your for... book by the way what's that you guys have a book right or yeah we have a book yeah and, and we, we have, have another one t- Soon to be a new one, yeah. yeah. So we have the, the plug. No, <laughs> <laughs> there, there will be there will be a mint book in uh, the first week of February. Yeah, like look super forward. detailed. Automate all your shit. Step away. That's like the goal. It's done. Yeah, so that's that, yeah. that's coming out. We have the get out of debt book. You don't need that, but um, there are some people out there. Ten days they ask kicking your debt. Uh, and again, podcast, listen, subscribe, leave reviews. That's important. Like I'm even going on Twitter and asking people individually, Oh, thanks for listening to the podcast. Would you please leave a review for us? <laughs> and they're like, yeah, sure. So it's great. Um, and, uh, so Hirsch, thank you for being on Andrew. Thank you for being on as always. And I'll see you guys later. Take care. Thank you. Later right, guys. Easy. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show and would like to hear more, Subscribe to the Listen Money Matters podcast and leave a positive review on iTunes. For more information, visit listenmoneymatters.com. Peach out, home slice.